This is Jesse of the Dragon Fisters podcast, and you're listening to the Monkey Fighting MFG cast. Kurt here at MFGCast. Um, we're going to give one lucky person a whole lot of stuff, okay? So what we're going to do is if you go to our page that we're doing, we're hooking up with GNU Podcast to make some money for Extra Life. And what's Extra Life, may you ask? It is um, a charity that helps sick kids in need. It does it through their many Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Uh, the one that we're doing is um, the Children's um, hospital of wisconsin and gnu is also doing something for doing one of the hosp- children's hospitals there in new york and we're going to shorten it up now because we're going to give instead of giving three lucky people a bunch of stuff we're going to give one person a big box of loot so you're going to get games you're going to get a legends of tabletop t-shirt you're going to get some novellas you're going to get a whole bunch of cool stuff just for donating. Go to our Extra Life page, which is the, the MFGNU Helpathon 3000. Click on Donate or become part of the team. One lucky person is going to win a bunch of stuff. You're not going to have to pay for any of the games. You're not going to have to pay for any of the shipping. All you have to do is just donate to this great cause or help fundraise for this great cause, and we're going to give you lots of cool stuff. What's included in that? Oh, well, I told you about some things. What else may you find in your little box of swag? How about Portal's game Tides of Time? How about how about other games from different companies like that that you'll be excited about? Okay? So help us out. Let's raise some good money. Let's help the kids out and we're we have a hefty goal of the team for 1000. So let's make this a reality. Hey guys, Kurt here from the MFG Cast. Are you looking to take your gaming to the next level? Well, the district company at 305 South Barstow Street in Eau Claire and 313 Main Street in Menominee provides a fun atmosphere for social gaming and a flavorful soda lounge for friends to meet up and sample over 150 flavors of glass bottled sodas. They provide a unique atmosphere that is unlike most gaming stores. Social gaming is the concept of playing against real people, often face-to-face and removing the layer of anonymity introduced by playing behind your computer against a stranger. Instead, our social gaming atmosphere fosters a sense of fellowship and instead, their social gaming atmosphere fosters a sense of fellowship and competitive gameplay for all games, including trading card trading card games, board games, miniature games, tabletop games, video games, console games, and more. So what can you expect when you go to the district company? Want to play a board game? They got you covered. They've got all kinds of board games to play there for free. Okay? You just got to ask to play. If they have it open for you, it's yours, okay? But also, they've got a couple of other cool things as far as tabletop games go. You want to take it home and try it out for yourself? You can rent it. 
Okay. It costs about two to three dollars a day, depending upon the game, and you get to bring it home and rent it out for as long as you want, as long as you pay that money for the day-to-day rent. Also, if you decide to buy this game, you can actually do a basically a rent-to-own. So whatever money you've put towards renting the game, you can actually put it towards your purchase if you decide to buy. Also, what they do is they also like to buy and sell used games. So you got that little that Dominion that's been sitting on the shelf a little bit too long and you want to spruce it up and you know sell it for something different, you can. And they give you competitive pricing. Another way you can have fun at the district company also, you want to do some online gaming, they got you covered there too with a bunch of a bunch of computers for you to choose from. You can sit down, log on, and only cost about $3 an hour, or for five hours it's only $10. So you can do all that awesome online gaming. If you want a World of Warcraft, if you want to play some League of Legends, you are covered. Want to play some console games? They got you covered there too. They have the Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, the Wii U, and the Wii. Lots of console gaming to be had, and all for free. You want to do some role playing? We got you covered there too. They got a nice war room in the back too that you can reserve for free. Or if you want to throw a party, heck, pay a little bit of money. They'll throw in some food and throw in some other little goodies for you, and you can you can role play to your heart's content. Hungry or thirsty? They got you covered too. Just like I said before, with over 100 bottles of soda, you are covered. You'll never be thirsty again. And with some delicious food on site, they've got you covered for all of your needs. You don't, No need to go to McDonald's for that run. You've got it all right there. They also buy, sell, and trade card games like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, Dragon Ball Z, and so on. So you're looking for a good time? You're looking for some social gaming? You're looking to get you know make new friends and find new games that you'll find exciting? Come on down to the district company in Eau Claire and Menominee and get your game on. Or, like we like to say, get your MF game on. All right, thanks for listening. Back to the show. Hey guys, MFGCast here. I'm Kurt. I'm Mike. Welcome to another month of a regular episode. Get used to it, people. We're on it. We've got a bunch of other stuff, uh, if you haven't heard. Uh, we just recorded and released a D&D improv with a bunch of other awesome podcasters, plus Alex from BattleBards, so it's... Alex from BattleBards Fantasy Audio, it's Emily and Senda from She's a Super Geek, it's Taylor and Dan from the Leviathan, from the Leviathan Files, I can never say that right, and me, so go check that out. Also, we have part one of our Justifiers RPG that we put out there, uncut and uncentered, so go check that out, and we've got a bunch of other stuff coming up here too couple of reminders if you haven't if you haven't donated or fundraised for our te- for our extra life team I would suggest you go and do that because they're there right now there are some unclaimed prizes that have not been claimed because nobody has joined our team or decided to donate for those prizes so we're going to be giving away tides of time a package of battle bars audio some books and and some other awesome games so get on it you know any amount of a donation or fun any kind of fundraising for our extra life team gets you in for that big prize package so go to it people come on a legends of tabletop t-shirt got all kinds of goodies okay um so just go to extra life look up our team it's the mfgnu that's m as in marty f as in fly g as in great n as in naughty and u as in Underwater submarine, helpathon three thousand, MFGNU helpathon three thousand. Make any donation, fundraise any money, and you'll you'll be in to win a big prize pack. Um, also, if you're around Wisconsin, 
and you wanted to come join our game day for Extra Life on November 7th, we're going to be in Eau Claire here at the District Company. We're going to be gaming it up. We're going to be giving a game away every hour, or games, plural, every hour, because we've got a lot of great people that helped us that helped us with uh, donations of games. We have um, Tales of Cardboard, the guys at TalesOfCardboard.com that have helped us out with donation of games to give away. So1ks Gaming.com, uh, they helped us with a ton of games. Also, we got a bunch of games for Passport games, um, such as uh, Takedo and um, Samurai Spirit, and then we're also going to be getting some games from Mayday Games. So we got a lot of stuff to give away, and believe me, you're going to want to be at this thing. It's basically five do- $5 a ticket, or five tickets for $20, and it gets you in to win a lot of cool stuff. Plus, you get to game with us. We're going to be demoing, uh, me and Mike are going to be demoing some games ourselves, Dead of Winter and Imperial Assault, and then we're going to have some other games during the, uh, during the day, and then have some other fun treats for you too. So come on down, check mfgcast.com, or just hit us up on Twitter if you want to know the information on that. All right, uh, enough with the bullshit. Let's get to the real stuff, okay? Let's get into now playing. Hi, my name is Kim, and I'm from the Gaming Nonsense Uncensored Gaming Podcast. And I'm Dan, also on the Gaming Nonsense Uncensored Podcast. We are a podcast that loves to cover theme and games and the games that tie to it. Want to talk about time travel? We got you covered. You like the squared circle? We got a few games that tie into that. Want to talk about these big, giant, monster, titan-like things? We got a couple games for that. Want to talk about games that we can beat the MFG cast in? We got a list. But if you want to check out our podcast... All you have to do is go to facebook.com slash gamingnonsenseuncensored, and you can check out our Twitter handle at Podcast. And if you don't want to talk to us, we understand, but you can always find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and pretty much anything else that has podcasts. So don't forget to check out the GNU podcast. Now playing. Okay, Mike, I know you just played something recently, so why don't you talk about your now playing? Yes, well, today I got the WWE 2K16 Woo-hoo. So for PlayStation 3. So it's different than the next-gen or current-gen stuff, PlayStation yep. 4 and Xbox 360. doesn't have some of the features like the... You mean, the Xbox, you mean the Xbox One? Yes, that's it. I don't care about <laughs> Xbox, so whatever. They're yeah, believe the me, I have the Xbox 360, and that is definitely not next-gen. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they it doesn't have some of the modes and stuff and some of the bells and whistles, as they say. Yeah, whatever. But uh, the roster is about double what it was last year. That's awesome. Which is awesome. The Stone Cold Steve Austin, like story mode thing is pretty cool like i i played it pretty much all day i took the day off to get the game and play you nerd yeah and uh i maybe at 50 percent wow yeah of that story so i mean it's just got like his matches throughout history i mean it, it it's all wwe but then there's some other bonus matches like they um i did Bash at the Beach WCW against Ricky Steamboat, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Awesome. And then one that I just did probably an hour before I came here was ECW November to Remember against uh, Mikey Whipwreck. Wow. So it's just, yeah, it's cool. It's Holy got, shit, and that that's one, awesome. That one I really enjoyed because all the other ones are 
the commentary of Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. The ECW one is Joey Styles. Awesome. He does the commentary over it. I'm just like, that's really cool yeah, that they did cool. that. But yeah, otherwise, I mean, it's kind of, it's the same game as last year. Yeah. The thing that's cool about it that sucks for the current gen people is they added back in to the last gen the custom soundtrack stuff so for your created wrestlers you can put in whatever music you want for their entrances Mm -hmm. which they can't do because it's not supported by the new systems yet oh geez so it's really cool a lot of people complained about that last year why would you take it out when it was you know it's available for the old system so they threw it back in as something i think to cover how much was left out i mean they don't even have um one of the big things that they kind of had announced for this year was a three-person commentary with JBL, oh. and he's not even in it. Oh. It's funny because I, I had to, I love NXT, yeah. so I had to when I started up play an NXT match. So I did Enzo Amore, Big Cass versus the Vaude Villains. Nice, and it's funny because. Uh, I think it was Michael Cole and and Jerry Lawler for the announcers there. Yeah, Michael Cole is like Simon Gotch. You know, he's really cool. We should talk about him some more. You know, what's great about him? And then there's just silence for a while. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's where JBL is supposed to talk. Wow, it's really weird. That is that is kind of shitty. Actually, <laughs> it was wow. really really weird. That sucks. so, but otherwise, I mean. It, it's fun. I always like those games. Nice. So and there's going to be a lot to do with it, especially the creative wrestlers. I did not like that music thing taken out. It just takes away from them so much, and I'm really glad that's back. So very cool. Um, yeah. So that game I played all day. And I'll be playing that a lot more. <laughs> um, and then what did we play? We played Dead of Winter. We did. We played, and we actually won. We did, which doesn't happen very often. Yes. We played Firefly twice. Yep, which we're, re- game. we're, we're reviewing tonight. Yes, um, yes, we'll talk about that more later. What else? I didn't get to play it yet. I downloaded it, and then when I was looking at, or when I was installing WWE, I noticed it was on my PlayStation, which I'll have to try soon here, um, is the Telltale Tales from the Borderlands. The first nice. episode was free, so nice. I downloaded it for free, and I forgot about it. So that one I should be hopefully talking about next time. Very cool. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, can't think of anything else that we really played. Yeah, it's not a that ton. I played. Not a ton, but it's, you know, a little bit. Yeah. One thing you forgot to mention, we played Tiny Epic Galaxies. Oh, yes. Um, that finally came in. I, I That's the one thing I like about Kickstarter is when you Kickstart it and then you kind of forget about it. And usually with Kickstarters, it usually comes at a time when I don't have any money. So then when a game, when it comes, I'm like, oh, I got a game. Yes. <laughs> you know, feeds the need, you know. And man, oh, man, I have to give give it up for to Gamelin Games and uh, Scott Holmes for making a great tiny, put everything that you can into a game because I really enjoy this game and I, I like mm-hmm. that it's tiny that you can bring it anywhere and play it anywhere. Yeah, that so, was fun. Yeah. Yeah, and we also played Core Worlds, that reminded me. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. We played Core Worlds with the expansion that I, I finally got at Gen Con, the um, Galaxy Orders expansion and that, I love that expansion. You know, I have the other, the Revolution expansion which is the second one. I got that first which makes no sense but I did it anyway. And but I like that the adds the galactic orders that you can use to basically you put tokens on the galactic or, orders and then you can use those 
things at any time, depending on you know how many tokens you have in different areas. So I like that it kind of mixes it up. So it's cool to play that again. But I rented Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Didn't get it to play it as much as I would lo- would have liked to, which sucks. But I really loved it. <laughs> I really liked it a lot. It's funny because you know we talked about this before. There's very few games these days that really get your go, and you're like, oh, I want to play that, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've talked about Destiny before, and I'd really like to get back to playing that. Um, but this game is another one of those, just because I've loved Metal Gear Solid since the first one. Since, like, the... What was it? Like, the PS1 version or something like that? I don't know. The, yeah, Metal Gear. Yeah. Well, maybe just Metal Gear. Wasn't Metal Gear on Nintendo? Uh, maybe it was Nintendo. That's why... Yeah, yeah, I was like, Metal it's pretty Gear old. On Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I think Metal Gear Solid, the, f- the first, like, next-gen one was the... Or the whatever you want to call it. The more updated one was PS1, I think. But, um, yeah, I think the first Metal Gear was like a... Was it Super Nintendo? Nintendo 64? No. Maybe it was there regular was one Nintendo. Re- one on regular Nintendo. Yeah. And the only reason why I remember that is because I had a G.I. Joe comic. Yeah. And the back cover was that. And it was oh, cool because nice. it showed little screens of it. And I was like, oh, that looks awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I remember back then it was really good. I bet you play it now. It's crap. But oh, probably. Still. Um, <laughs> I like this. I like the Phantom Pain. Just like I like all the old games because, I mean, even more so with this, it's like... It's like you're watching it. You're playing like an awesome action movie in this game, you know, and stuff like that. And it's got the exclamation point with the, you know, mm-hmm. and it just drives me crazy how awesome, you know, that kind of stuff is. And I, I like how crazy the characters are and stuff like that. It's just something out of a fever dream, but it's, you know, it's got its own thing to it, you know. And uh, oh, I can never remember the guy who writes all these games or whatever, but he yeah. just, he always does a great job. And your guy, your one of your friends at the beginning... and. I'm still kind of muddled on what is going on in the story, but your the guy that helps you out at the beginning is voiced by Keith or Suth- Keith or Sutherland. Sutherland? God, I can never talk <laughs> when it's a th or whatever. And just hearing his voice on anything is awesome, especially mm-hmm. in anything like that extreme. And then I think once his buddy, once your buddy goes away, then I think he's voicing you. I just I don't know it. It's a Metal Gear Solid game, so who knows what the mm-hmm. hell's going on with it, you know? So I'd love to play it again. But um, other than that, we haven't played a ton of games, but we'll be playing a ton when we have our game day on November yep. 7th. So we'll have a lot of stuff to talk to you about. I actually we're going to record a bunch of stuff, too. We're going to talk to the people that work there. We're going to talk to some of the people that game. So um, look out for that. All right, and let's get into talking about violence in gaming. Wolf here from Nerd Sauce. Check us out on Twitter at NerdSauceYT and YouTube at NerdSauce. Through the years. This may bop around. I let, you know, I we titled it Through the Years, but this may bop, bop around as far as, you know, where we go from stuff like that. A thought kind of came into my head today as I was thinking about it, um, talking about violence in, in games and stuff like that. Do you remember, like, the first thing that that kind of brought the violence of a game into your head when you think about it you know was there a certain video game was there like you know people talking about dungeons and dragons was you know was it well back then you probably weren't you playing monopoly so there probably wasn't anything <laughs> violent there except for somebody flipping the table because monopoly yeah. blowed but no i mean thinking of violence video game or games i guess yeah. i think video games yeah. and i think the 
start of it for me, at least as in my head, it would be like Mortal Kombat. Okay. I mean that that was <laughs> parents hated that game, <laughs> yes. you know. And yeah, they did. When you know, your kids, it's just like holy crap, so much gory violence, you yeah, know. For uh, sure. I guess that's that's the first that I can think of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's there was always violence in video games but that was extreme yeah to where you remember it i mean even if you want to talk about violence in video games even super mario brothers is violent he Mm -hmm. jumps on the heads of things and you know essentially explodes them and then (laughs) hurls turtles at them and fireballs and stuff so i mean there's violence all over it's just a matter of how how far it goes i guess yeah to how how much it's going to be looked at you know i i think i think a lot of things happened in the 90s yeah i mean just like even when we look at our our music mm-hmm. i mean you look at when we started out the 90s there wasn't really there wasn't that parental warning sticker on yeah. music you know then rap came along nwa and all that stuff yeah. and it's like there was violence and all that and like the whole as a society, everything kind of got a little more violent and, you know, there's parental ratings on games and everything. We didn't have that either, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, yeah, but for me, I would say Mortal Kombat definitely would be the first thing I can think of mm-hmm. as far as violent, violent video games or violent games. Yeah. The board games back then, I, I no, there wasn't. There wasn't really there anything. There wasn't. I mean... I, Unless we just didn't know about it, but I mean, mm-hmm. just looking like we've researched games a lot at this point, and I, I really don't see yeah. anything that would really have been like that. Big. Yeah, unless it's something like a niche game that people know about that we right. don't know about. Some of the weird games we've looked at sometimes, <laughs> like well, <Yes. laughs> yeah, that could be that whole thing. Yeah, for me, it probably wasn't as. It's funny how we're talking about violent and then violent violent which doesn't you know (laughs) right we can say more violent less violent whatever you know i mean i had a three stooges computer game so (laughs) (laughs) some people consider them violent too yeah that's true yeah one of the the, two of the things that kind of went that kind of came into my head were like uh there was a game called shadowgate for nintendo it was uh one of those mystery games where you basically choose the path and then something would be in front of you and you'd have to make a decision, almost like mm-hmm. a choose-your-own-venture for a Nintendo game or whatever. And that kind of had to do with, like, I don't know, with, like, demons and kind of the occult kind of stuff. And that that was kind of creepy back in the day when, you know, you didn't really know much about that stuff. Um, another one would have been uh, Friday the 13th. That was also a Nintendo mm-hmm. game. That was kind of creepy, you know, trying to, you know, go around as, as a, I think, a, just a young boy and trying to solve the mystery and not get cut up by Jason, you know, and it was just really weird, you know, but it's weird how, like, you know, as far as, I don't, you know, my parents didn't try to take violence out of my life, you know, they didn't, you know, try to shelter me like some parents do, and I, I totally don't, I don't respect parents for doing that, because all you're doing is setting them up for failure, because eventually they will see that kind of stuff, you know. I like when you slowly introduce them to different things and then tell them which is right or wrong and stuff like that, you know, or let them find out some of this stuff for themselves. You know, I'm not saying, you know, let them watch Friday the 13th and then describe it afterwards. Right. You know, you, there's, you know, 
the human condition, there's a lot of different things that they do, and then eventually you have to talk to them about it. Um, so my parents didn't really, I don't know, they didn't really shelter me from that kind of stuff, because it's funny to think about, and we We've talked about this kind of stuff, how, you know, back in the day, we'd go to, like, Poltergeist when we were younger, and it's like, why didn't our parents ever tell us not to go to those movies, you know? I didn't go to that, so. Yeah, or, like, (laughs) you know, did you ever watch any movies that you thought, why why is my mom or, you know... My mom was not the type that was left. Really? No, I couldn't watch wrestling. Oh, wow. Like... Until I finally was just like, I'm watching wrestling. (laughs) You know, I would sneak it in, and then finally I'm just like... I'm watching it. I don't care, you know? And I think she was just like, oh, well, it's not really that bad at that point. But that wasn't until maybe fifth grade or so. But otherwise, no. And I I remember watching a scary movie at one of my friend's houses when I was maybe kindergarten age, which terrified me for a while (laughs) (laughs) otherwise no i didn't really get to go i mean i didn't really even go to movies that much i think probably the the turning point in movies for me like to where i wasn't probably quite age appropriate for it would have been the original batman okay like my mom let me and my friend just go to it wow so uh, that one was you know it's quite dark yeah you know so but otherwise I, I didn't really have that experience to have that same thing that you do I guess. okay no that's fine i you know it's funny because you know we're you know when we live our lives the way we do we don't realize that you know not not everything is the way we do it you know my family they you know I, we weren't watching you know ridiculously bad movies and stuff like that but they you know they you know, at a certain point, they were like, you can watch different things and make your own decisions, stuff like that. We won't let you watch, like, Cinemax After Dark and stuff like that. But, you know, like, you know, some of the, you know, Indiana Jones and Star Wars are kind of fine because, you know, oh. they've got some they've got some bad parts. I mean, Indiana Jones has got some, some pretty gruesome stuff, if you think yeah, about it. That stuff I was fine with. Yeah. Actually, I know that I went to the theater for the last star wars at least you okay know? of course there's ewoks and that so, yeah that's know, true yeah star wars better star wars isn't <laughs> as bad as like indiana jones was for right. different things and yeah. stuff like that but yeah my you know my parents they you know they didn't shelter me from it from it but they didn't also didn't put a lot of stuff in front of me too plus i suppose you know going over to friends house and stuff like that you know depending upon who their parents are sometimes you can just do what you want and mm-hmm. not have to worry about it kind of thing. So let me ask you this. This is a question I kind of had on my hand, mind before, and I think it's pretty um, uh, relevant right now as we talk. So your mom kind of kept you from different things and stuff like that. So when you when you and Malia start having kids, is how are you going to go about that kind of stuff? Uh, I'm guessing that she probably will have control. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a good husband, yeah. Mike. <laughs> Crack the whip already. She, he, you yep. already know. That's awesome. Pretty much. Okay. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit them down and have them play like Call of Duty or yeah. something. You yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it depends on level of violence. Like yeah. we were talking about. Like we talked about. Like I said, Mario Brothers is technically violent mm-hmm. i wouldn't have a problem with the kid playing that mm-hmm. you know yeah but 
Mortal Kombat? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It depends on what their attitude's like. Yeah, that's true. So what you do you, you... Here's a random question that you may not even know the answer, but, you know, say you get to that point where, you know, kids nowadays are playing stuff a lot younger and stuff like that, younger than we even did as far mm-hmm. as violence goes. And, excuse me, stuff like that. So do you think that... When do you think it would be a su- acceptable age for them to start anything even close to that? Anything even close to like your Call of Duties and your Mortal Combats and stuff like that. I don't know. Like I said, it depends on the kid. I think you have to gauge their Mm -hmm. mental stability. Mm -hmm. Which (laughs) makes sense. You know, you you have you know what your kids like. I think you know like if they're really hyperactive and they already like to be a ninja, Mm -hmm. you know, and that type of thing, and hopping all over furniture and stuff mm-hmm. maybe stuff like that isn't quite ready for them mm-hmm. you know until mm-hmm. they're a little bit more mature i yeah. guess i don't know yeah you know it, it just depends but i mean even even call of duty i can't imagine like you would let a young kid play that no. ever no matter what yeah they're... for sure for sure no i'm <laughs> yeah, not saying so i'm not know. saying hey this kid is seven you know i'm right. not saying like would you be like i have to wait for him to be a, or her to be a teenager no, no. Or would you say, you know what? You wait until you're out of my house before you, you know, we think. I suppose it, uh, again, it goes back to your right it, their mental stability yeah. and what they're what they're accustomed to, and they might not care about it. Yeah. Anyway, you that's know, true. I don't know. I that's mean, true. I I'm pretty sure whoever you have for a kid is probably gonna like games because you're probably gonna force it down their throat. <laughs> I don't kidding. know about that. I'm just kidding. You won't. You won't. <laughs> yeah. That your kid will probably end up being like Malia and not caring about games. So he'd be like, come on, son or daughter, come play a game. No, dad, your games are stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that you were talking about uh, where their mentality level level is and stuff like that. You know, I've let Logan play a decent amount of games, but I don't nothing that would be the Call of Duties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that I thought where I thought at he would be okay, at an okay level with because there's really there's violence in it, but there's not enough for me to say that it's super bad for him. Is the Batman games like your Arkham or your Arkham Asylum and stuff like that. There is a little blood. That's where, you know, it gets a little tricky, you know. So a lot of times, you know, I'd be like, okay, you can't watch that part, you know. But he really liked doing the combos and stuff like that. And every kid, you know, a lot of kids that are male, I don't like to, I'm trying not to be sexist about it. I'm sure there's a lot of girls up there too. But there's a lot of males that, you know, like to, you know, pretend they're a ninja or like you know a fighter mm-hmm. and stuff like that and he's he's like that too he's five um and uh we actually ha- i actually i know t- against tracy's wishes i had him play a little bit of that just because at the time i was playing a little bit and um, i just wanted to see what he thought of it and at the time i thought it would have been fine but first but it it actually got into his head that everything should be batman you know, and I'm sure I was like that when I was a kid. You know, I was like, "Oh yeah, Batman doing this," and you know, he's fighting with his fist and he's throwing boomerangs or batarangs and stuff like that. But um, he took it to a level that was that was kind of I'm not trying to, not dangerous. What am I trying to think of? Just it was, yeah, just it was too just, much. I yeah, guess. It was, yeah, yeah. It was just it got too much in his head, and then mm-hmm. he was just trying to do too many things like that. You know, and I, you know, and 
it gave me a good chance to sit him down and say, this is not how we do things, okay? It's okay to pretend, but to actually, like, be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight and blah, 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 you know? And I'm like, I, I don't want you doing that in school. Mm-hmm. I don't want you doing that in front of other people because I don't want you to hurt something or break something in, in the house and stuff like that. So it was one of those times where I had to really, you know, do, do that parenting thing where I had to kind of take, take myself back and go, that, maybe that wasn't such a good idea, you know? Mm-hmm. And we made a age for him. I mean, granted, it may be older than that, but we we told him 10 years old. We're like, we're going to wait until you're 10. Maybe we'll try it again. If it doesn't work out, then maybe we'll wait another five years or something yeah. like that, you know? So it was an interesting thing to be like, okay, you know, let's you know, let's back off of this kind of thing and, you know, not worry about it so mm-hmm. much. Another thing where we had to have a nice conversation about this and, you know, don't judge me. Don't call me a bad parent, people, okay? <laughs> we had him play that uh, kittens in a blender game, the card game. <laughs> yeah. Now, granted, if you guys have ever played this game, there's nothing violent about it. It's just a suggestion of putting kittens in a blender. It's just a card game where you take... Uh, cards of really cute kittens and then there's a, like a cartoon picture of a blender a counter and a box and then you're either saving them or you're trying to blend them the suggestion of it is violence but you never see anything and it you know and i don't think logan even i mean he got it through his head eventually when we talked to him about it because we had a nice conversation about it because he wanted to play it one day and i was like well there's it's suggestive but it doesn't show anything so you know is that really mm-hmm. teaching him violence or is it something that he may get an idea you know so i i wanted to have this time to sit him off to the side and talk to him about it and i said you know this is a game right and he's like yes and i said you know you don't want to do that right and he's like no i would never want to do that would that would either hurt or kill a kitty and i'm like thank Good. you very much <laughs> yeah. i'm like i like that you you know you figured it out and you and you know that that's not a real thing. You know, it's just a game we're playing, and it's just just to have fun, you know, because games are fun, you know. So, you know, at the same point, it was like one of those things where I was like, okay, am, should I be doing this? But at the same time, I was like, well, we're just playing a game. It's not a big deal. But on the other hand, I'm like, I would never want him to take this game and play it with somebody else. Right. And not at this point, because then you're, you know, who knows what other kids are going to think about it, or mm-hmm. other parents are going to think about it. Yeah. Luckily, we don't have to worry about that because he doesn't do any play dates or anything like that right now. (laughs) So it's not a big deal. So here's another question I have. So do you think that, see, when I I like to play, and we're kind of, it seems like we're sticking on the video game thing mostly because there's not a lot of violence and other stuff except for, I'll talk about maybe some other stuff here in a, in in a few, but are you a, uh, are you a big fan of violence in video games or do you care does it matter? I, I want to get your take on that because I haven't really ever asked you that question. Um, hmm. I guess to me, I, it doesn't. It doesn't sell me a game. Yeah. Um, like I got that WWE game today, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I did is I checked through the options and I turned blood back on because it's more realistic. But I don't necessarily need it. It's just there because it's kind of fun okay but you know i play violent video games i guess i don't know i don't know what to say about it really <laughs> i feel like probably i feel like 
younger people maybe have gotten more desensitized to it than we did growing up with not as much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just the news out there. Yeah. You know, it just seems like there's a lot more going on in the world with kids doing things that never really happened when we were younger or maybe it just didn't get reported as much when we were younger i don't know it's my guess but yeah i mean um for me though i mean i i like violent video games sometimes i like playing like a grand theft auto type of thing i used to like i don't do it anymore but like back when those first came out it was so much fun to just steal a car and run over people for like half an hour yeah <laughs> you know yeah i mean <laughs> which is ridiculous i know but it you know it was it was fun to do it was like you're never gonna do that in real life so yeah. it was just like oh yeah random hooker yeah. run them over go steal their money yeah you know yeah, but that was a big thing uh-huh so i i don't know i at, like i said at this point i don't i don't look for a game based on if it's violent or not mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's story and like the gameplay of it mm-hmm. over anything else I, I don't really care i don't know i'm sure there's things that would be too violent that i probably wouldn't pick up mm-hmm. i guess i don't know what that is offhand yeah you know probably not anything that i would get at walmart mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> but yeah i don't know yeah i was trying to think about this the other day and i seem to do it's weird because i was talking about it and i said yeah i'm the like one of the most uh, well i'm not one of the most but i've seen i see myself as a non-violent person that likes a lot of violent games which is weird you know it's Mm -hmm. just it and when i was thinking about it i thought you know maybe it's because most of the violence in games there's like i'm being the hero that's trying to take down the bad guy or um, I'm in this horror game and I'm trying to get out, you know, and stuff like that. I think it's more of just like, I think it's more of like the action of, you know, I almost romanticize like being in a movie and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, just like these games are trying to be, you know, it's like you're the main character. You're trying to get through this story and get to the end and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. You know, I don't, unfortunately there's people out there when they play stuff like that, they think that, that that is going to be fun in real life, and right? Take, you know, and unfortunately, it makes all these other people, you know, try to ban movies and games and stuff like that. That don't realize that a lot of this stuff is good, a good way to escape from everyday life. How much it can be horrible sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and that basically ruins people's fun, you know. Um, but at the same time, it's it's weird to think about that, you know, you know, maybe if a part of my brain wasn't there, you know, would I, you know, think that, you know, this is awesome and I need to do this in real life, you know, mm-hmm. like I just kind of re- referenced before. But so it's it's interesting to think about that kind of stuff. That's why I kind of wanted to bring this topic up because I thought it would be cool to be like, okay, so do we, you know why do we like violence so much, you know? And it, I think in America, it's it's a lot more desensitized in parts. 
than it is because now we see a lot of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they had a thing in the news about a month ago or something like that, that two, like, 13-year-old girls um, tried to kill another girl for Slender Man. That's been more than a few months. Has it been yeah, now? Okay. Been well, they must have just, like... I think they just wrapped it up. or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just insane to me, you know? I mean, I understand that kids, you know, they're their psyches and stuff like that are fully developed. So, you know, they don't know as much good from bad as other people do just because of the experience. But like, ah, just, just insane, you know? And just Mm -hmm. to think that something like that, something that's that scary and creepy like that, that, you know, you know, it's not being supervised and they're taking that to their, you know, to their head. So that's in a way it's, I remember when we first got um, 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 ratings on games, I thought, that was this is stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, some games were rated too high, some were rated not enough, you know? And it's like, ah, oh, they're just, parents are just trying to suck all the fun out of stuff, but, you know, there's a part of me now that's like, I, it's a great idea because there's just, there's too many kids and there's too many adults that let their kids do that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like, you know, like, I'm not, you know, b- before when I was talking about my parents, they they were very good parents. You know, they, even though I got to experience a lot of stuff that maybe other kids didn't, they taught me right from wrong. They taught me how to be nice. They taught me how to be a gentleman, you know, and not to, you know, be an asshole like some people can yeah. really be on a daily basis, you know, so. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. I mean, you know, we talked about that, but, like, at the same time, I watched G.I. Joe and Transformers and all that type of stuff. Like, G.I. Joe was super violent compared to a lot of kids' cartoons at this point. Like, the things that I see, like Cartoon Network and stuff, it's kind of silly violence, you know, where G.I. Joe was, like, army guys, you know? They were people, you know, regular people shooting, obviously, with laser beams of two different colors, but... (laughs) You know, it was still people shooting each other. Yeah, stuff blowing think, up. Yeah, I don't think anybody ever died. No, nobody ever died. <laughs> but, um, but still, you know, it was stuff. I mean, we had the toys, you know, all these tiny little guns. I mean, back when we were kids, even, it was before, like, you couldn't have, like, a realistic-looking toy gun, you know? Yep. I remember one of my friends was on the news as... When they were covering that story of now you got to have a red tip on the gun, like they showed them outside just running around with these little guns that didn't have anything on them, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, that was, it was so different back then. Yeah. And the thing is, is now, you know, we talked about kids being more desensitized, but you think about, we played Mortal Kombat, we played stuff like that, but how available to us was it? Yeah, I mean, you had to go to the arcade, or you had to have it on a home system, you know, Genesis Super Nintendo at that yep. time, yep. where now it's like, kids have phones, kids have, you know, iPads and all that stuff, they, yep. it's around all the yep. time. And plus, kids are so inundated with learning stuff early, that if you're not careful watching what they're doing, they're automatically going to be like, hey, look, I'm playing this game. What are you playing? You know, so you have to really be careful. And it, it's going to be available somewhere if you're not giving it, if you're not letting your kid play those things. They're going to have a friend who has it. Yep. You know, just like 
the nudie mags, you know, back in, in middle school. You know, some kid had them. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I... Uh, some of the old podcast or some of the podcasts that I listen to, they talk about how like, and it's funny too because it's like six different podcasts, and they're all like comedy and you know mature comedy podcasts and stuff like that. But they talk about how they used to find a box or a bag of porn in the woods. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck, does that happen? Right. It's like all of a sudden, some old guys like, I bequeath this to you, young lad. <laughs> Have fun, you know. Weird. So, I know. It's just, it's crazy to think of. It It was, it was harder to get stuff, it seemed like, back then. But it also seemed like you could really find somebody that knew somebody that, that could right. find it, you know. But, I mean, these days, it's everything is so easy to find, you know. you. I mean, you can't even let, you know, let a kid go on Google. Because, you know, you don't want mm-hmm. them to look at, you know, something, you know, like... You know, we were trying to do stuff last year for Halloween, you know, that we got well, Halloween come up here. And um, they, you know, Logan's like, oh, we need to draw a zombie. I'm like, cool, I'll try to find a zombie. So I tried to do cartoon <laughs> zombie, cartoon funny zombie or something like that. Everything was just fucking gross and <laughs> blood all over, you know. And, like, mm-hmm. I can only find one that had a nice cute cute guy with a, you know, little bit of brains hanging out, which was, you know, it wasn't violent or anything like that. It was just silly, but... There was just so much shit where I'm just like, oh my god, this is so disgusting, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just crazy to think of all the stuff that's out there, so you have to really be careful. So, so here's the thing for you people. If, you have, if you're going to have kids, if you're going to have grandkids, make sure you be careful what they do. Because, you know, who knows what they, you know, what, what can happen with them, you know? So, just be wary of it. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. It's tough. Like I said, it's everywhere. I don't even know how you... I don't think you can completely keep your kid from no, seeing any of that stuff anymore. You can't, so, but, but at least you, know. you at least from a young age, and that's what we've been doing now, is we've been, you know, really telling Logan what, you know, what he should be doing. And he's been pretty good at it. I mean, there's some kids that probably... And there are probably some things that he'll be like... Even if you try to explain it to him one way, he would not think of it that way, too. Because sometimes kids think differently when mm-hmm. it comes to that stuff. So, yeah, you just as a parent, you just do what you can and hope for the best. Yep. <laughs> I turned out okay, so hopefully he'll turn out okay. <laughs> we'll see. To be continued. All right, well, I think we pretty much had wrapped that up, unless you got anything you'd like to add. I don't have anything. Was there something else you are going to talk about besides video game stuff oh yeah that's right i'll just uh hit quick on rpgs i know we've talked about this in the past but you know you know back in the 80s when they were trying in the 80s and 90s when they were trying to get rid of you know D &D and just kind of those offshoots of stuff because it was demonic compared Mm -hmm. to you know stuff like that and you know there's another thing too now where like if you go to like drive through rpg there's a lot of cthulhu stuff and like stuff that gets even darker than that so oh, there's rpgs to, for everything yeah so you have to be careful on that because there's a lot of a lot of stuff that could be you know really dicey in there so you have to you know really be careful they drive through rpg had a controversy of uh something that was uh, rpg that was being sold sold there that was um not not safe for women let's just say that hmm. i won't say it any further just because i don't want to glorify it but um so you have to be careful on that kind of stuff but um 
I think with... It's weird because when you think of RPGs, like, basically you're going out and most of the time you're going out and trying to kill the big beast or trying to right. kill orcs and stuff like that. And it's, it's weird how, like, for the most part when we talk about that kind of stuff, I don't, I don't see it as, as violent as maybe like a video game and stuff like that, which is weird, but you probably should. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to to think about it because I feel the same way. Like I don't see it as that as much. I think part of it is maybe a lot of times you're not, at least with D and D, you're not fighting humans so much. Yeah. So I mean, in a way, it's like hunting. Yeah. You know, in real life, hunting. You know, it's yeah. different than using your gun to kill somebody you're going out and killing an animal where you know a goblin is technically an animal not a human yeah you know i don't know i I, but i don't know it's different when you have to imagine it in your mind yeah compared to actually being given a visual representation probably Mm -hmm. i guess yeah although there's the larpers out there yeah so that's true (laughs) that's very that's like that seems to me like very nonviolent to me, even though the nerf wars. Yeah, pretty much. exactly, exactly. So yeah, so yeah, it's just interesting to think about that. All the different things that you do in like different RPGs and stuff like that, with like you know the ones that we played, Star Wars, Marvel, and stuff like that. It's like all the stuff that people are dying and stuff like that, but you don't really think of it as really murdering you just think of it as hey this is a fictionary person that a fictional person or whatever being that gets destroyed you know yeah. well it's interesting marvel doesn't have dying essentially yeah that's so, true you know that's what he's knocked out yes for a really long K-O'd. time KO'd. yep so even bucky barnes comes back from the dead now back <laughs> when we were kids he was always the example. Somebody can die uh, yeah. forever. Well, yeah. Bucky came back. Now, yeah, so that's pretty much every <laughs> every comic book now. Everybody can die and come back pretty easily mm-hmm. nowadays. So okay, yeah. <laughs> Human Torch, who died for what, like two weeks? Yeah, when they made a huge deal out yep. of that. Yeah, I hate when they do that. Uh-huh. Uh, Spider Man too. Yep, supposedly died, but then came back. So whatever. Dumb comic books. I love you, comic books, but why the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for Through the Years. And now we'll get to the review. Hey guys, Michael here from the RPG Academy. And I am everyone's favorite co-host, the Caleb G. You probably already know who we are from our podcast, but today we're here to talk about a catacon. A catacon is a local gaming convention that Michael and I are hosting. It's happening this November on the 13th, 14th, and 15th at the Houston Woods Lodge. So please go to our website, which is the RPGacademy.com, and the Acaticon Facebook page, which is Facebook.com slash the Acaticon for additional details. We look forward to playing games with all of you at Acaticon 2015. Game review. Alright. So this month we decided to do Firefly. Alright, and so talk about more about what Firefly is about. I'll let Mike describe it, please. Okay. Firefly, the board game, is obviously based on the television show of the same name. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it's a gigantic board. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, ridiculous. Yeah, of their universe. And everybody's got a captain card. There's, I think, 
was it six or eight different captains that we got to I'm choose from? Say there was eight because it seemed like there was more. It than seems six. like there was. Yeah, it seems like eight. <laughs> you, know, you might recognize them from the show if you're a huge fan. Like I've watched the show, but. I don't know all the characters that much except for the main people that are on the ship and then, like, one of the guys that get missions from Badger because he's on, like, Supernatural. So right away I picked up on him being on there. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so pretty much you have a ship. They're all the same in the original game. I guess in one of the expansions there's a better ship or something. Mm -hmm. But So it's the Serenity and, like, three other ships. And then you have captains... So Malcolm is one of them, and then each one has a different ability, so everybody's kind of got something different that they do. But essentially what you do is you get these missions from five different locations around the galaxy, and you have to complete missions. But every time you play, there's a different like story card, so mm-hmm. there's always different stuff to be doing. We originally played the starter one, yep. which... Was supposed to be an hour to two hours, which it fit in right about there. I think it would fit in close to two hours. Yeah. But yeah, it was just a matter of going around the galaxy, picking up new missions, picking up. There's different stores and stuff. You get new crew and new ship parts that make your ships better, different weapons to try and help you beat different mission goals. There's actually a deck, I don't remember what it was called crap but anyway (laughs) it has two different options that it it actually looks like a playing card you know heart spades and all that type of stuff Mm -hmm. and you have to do one of those things to beat aim to misbehave that's what it was there you go yep but those are all like you're doing crime when you're doing those and you have to kind of build up your crew as you go along to get certain symbols there was a, a like negotiation symbol there was a tech type thing and then there was like a fighting one fighting one you got um and pretty much you need all that stuff you need to keep amassing stuff to be able to beat those things or you're just going to keep losing and if you lose in those missions a lot of times you lose crew you know it seemed like we had a lot of times where they were dying so um but yeah it was just it's it all kind of depends on what missions you play for what experience you're going to have with it but i know the the second time that we played i don't remember which one we played the original mission is one to two hours the rest of them all say two hours on them how long did we play that was it like five Five hours yeah it was a good five hours so maybe their time frame isn't quite right we we played when we first played we played with two players second time we played we played with three players Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it should be, I would assume it should be set up to have that time limit for a certain amount of players. Because obviously the more players you have, you the, think longer the longer it would take. be, for sure. So, I, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it got to be a little like Risk at that point. Yes. You know, we're just like, oh my god, yep. something needs to happen. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. So, first game we played, really, really fun. Yeah. We loved it. Yeah. Second game we played, had fun. Yep. Just got really, just really long at the end. It was just like, oh my god. Yep. Because it was all it was for the missions. The first one is you had to get, you have to get contracts, which means that you complete a mission for one of the mission givers. So there's Badger. There was Patience. I don't remember what the other ones Nisk, were. Niska. Niska. And uh, Amandul. Yep. You have to get 
once for all of them. So we were all zipping around the universe trying to complete those missions. And then after that, it's essentially you just have to go to two different planets and just misbehave a like ton. three times, I think, in a row. <laughs> yeah, and that was and, for both of them. Yeah, and both of us, we didn't even get to the second part, no. I don't think. it was. We kept on losing one mission. Like, we both had three of the people for contacts and we're missing one yeah and tracy got through it faster but then she couldn't do the misbehave thing yeah over and over and over again we're just like at one point we're just like we can help you yeah you know let's just have you win it (laughs) you know yeah so basically for you know completing these goals and stuff like that when you do the aim to misbehave you've got to have these symbols and stuff like that but also you have to roll a dice yep and then depending on, or a die or whatever, and depending upon whatever number you had, you had to roll higher than that. So, you know, it, it's always a good idea to get as many crew as you can and then roll good. But also, if you don't, then you lose, guys. You have to start over. Um, part of this, it, it's funny because I thought about it the other day because the first game we played, I was like, I love this game. This is so mm-hmm. much fun. I can't wait to play again. After that second game, I was like, Oh boy! Yep. <laughs> you know it. You know you. Th- you thought of risk. I thought of monopoly. I was like, this is just taking so long. And um, part of it, part of the, f- part of it that is kind of frustrating is that essentially this game is kind of a roll and move game. I mean, it, it really is. You know, um, there's a part where if you're moving your ship, you can for free basically move your ship one space in one zone. And there's, like Mike said, it's a fucking huge board. Mm -hmm. But also you can uh, get rid of um, some fuel, and you get start with, what, five fuel, four fuel, or something like that? Uh, Six. Six fuel, okay. So you have to get rid of one of your fuel to basically, it's called, uh, what was it called, something burn or something like that? Yeah, you burn fuel. Yeah. And basically you could go as far as your... um, as far as your ship allowed, which is usually five, it starts at five, and then it can go higher depending upon. You can buy upgrades and stuff like that, which get better and stuff like that. And you can buy weapons for your crew that helps and stuff like that too. But you know, it's like one of those things. Like if you, it feels like if you don't get enough crew, you are screwed. So you have to really beef up your crew, and then at the same time have really good luck. I think mm-hmm. that's where we kind of failed on that second game because we just had such fucking bad luck with the rolls. Yeah. Especially with Tracy at the end. I was just like, I just wanted to be like, you win and let's go. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to be like, I give up, you know? So it's one of those, it's like a half and half. It's like, I can see where this game is great, but I also can see where this game can get old. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've heard people say that and I'm like, I can't. It was after the first game somebody said that. I'm like, I don't believe you. And then we played that second game. I'm like, oh my God, this did take too long, you yeah. know? And I'm just, I'm too old for it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, now they've got a bunch of expansions out for it. So maybe it's, a, maybe it'll be different. You know, maybe there's right. some different aspects that the expansions will bring that will cut some of that bullshit out. Yeah, I would like part of it when I, was looking at it, looking at the components, it's like they have that main mission that you do. One of the cards is the solo play. Mm-hmm. One of them's the, like, play this one first, you know, and then there's four more. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. You know, so you just kind of keep redoing the same ones over and over again unless you get an expansion. It didn't seem like there was a lot no. to it that way. And it didn't really seem like... Unless I just missed it, it didn't really seem like there was just a general game. Maybe yeah. there is. I don't know. Yeah. But it, 
I didn't see it. And I was thinking about that too. I bet you're there, you know, like you were talking about, um, you just um, were uh, lucky enough to get uh, Legendary Secret War expansion. You found a bunch of stuff online. I wonder mm-hmm. if there's stuff like that too, where it's like someone oh. has a bunch of scenarios and it's like, okay, we know that this might be a little boring for you. We've got some more scenarios that you could do. And it might be even something that we could even think up just to be like, okay, let's get this down and we'll be like, okay, so when you do this and when you do that and that, you know, it, it lays a lot of bare bones stuff on there. So you, it could be a thing where you could be like, okay, this is what it is and you just have to kind of think of what your storyline would be. I bet there, I bet there is. I, where I, what Kurt was referring to is I recently got the Secret Wars Part 1 expansion for Legendary. And while I was waiting for it, because I bought off a miniature market, I looked on BoardGameGeek and found tons of, like, different characters that aren't made for the game that people made that you can print off in sheets and make your own cards. And I'm guessing on BoardGameGeek they'd have the same thing for this game. I can't imagine why they wouldn't. I just never looked it up because I I don't know that I would those off and okay. use them probably gotcha. i don't know i don't i mean we like the game but at this point i'm like it takes too long it takes too long <laughs> that's just in my head now yeah so i don't know which is too bad yeah. you know maybe it's something where we do instead we say okay we're gonna save a two-week block and we're gonna play it one week and we're gonna stop we're gonna leave it at your house <laughs> and we'll come back and we'll play it again yeah. and then it won't be as daunting right you know yeah, or maybe maybe it will. Right. And maybe we'll come back and we'll be like, you want to play that? Nah, I don't know. Let's play something else. Yeah. You know? So then that's where, now that I get, now that I'm older and I, granted, I can find time to play different things, but my time is still pretty limited with family and work and stuff like that. It, it, it just, a two hour game really is hard to be like, excited for unless it's great yes it has to be it has to be really in a in a in a i don't know in a level of its own you know Mm -hmm. otherwise it's like why are we doing it right you know it's like it just feels like you're watching a two-hour movie that you didn't give a crap about Mm -hmm. you know so you know it's hard to it's hard to you know give anything that that's long that much of your time you know unless you really unless you really really want to or you've got a whole day to spend and you want to you know waste it by doing you know i mean it's not wasting but you know playing something like that so Mm -hmm. all right well we've talked about it a little bit so why don't we rate it our patented unpatented d8 scoring system um i'll go first um it's funny because again, when we talked about when we, when we talked about this game after we first played it, we were just like both over the moon for it. We're like, "This game is great, you know. This is mm-hmm. fun. Let's play it again." Second time we played it, I'm like, "Guy, it's good, but there's some there's some parts to it that I wish would liven it up, make it more than just a. There's some different aspects of it that make more make it more of a, a roll and move game, but there's a lot of it that makes it a roll and move game. So it makes you think that there's not as much to it as possible. And again, I haven't played the expansions for it, so I don't know if that's corrected any of it. So at this point, it's weird. I Usually I give... I, I'm pretty generous with stuff. I think I'm going to give it a five. I'm really... I'm not as impressed with it as I was in the past. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, granted it hasn't been that long, but, 
you know, again, maybe if we get an expansion, maybe I'll do some research online and be like, okay, is there anything on here that will, you know, make this more of something that we can, you know, really want or sink our teeth into? Or is it just going to, you know, just collect dust at your house? You right. Know? I mean, yeah, it's a game that I'd probably play again sometime. Mm-hmm. I, like, it's not shelved for good type yeah. of game. But I, I was in my mind thinking around the same thing mm-hmm. i was like do i give it a four or a five yeah. it's right in the middle i probably do give it a five because the components of it are really nice yeah like i mean the cards are awesome you the, know the money is cool it's yeah the too. way the way that they went into it the little ships and stuff are really cool you know and we did have a lot of fun with it the first time mm-hmm. we did have a lot of fun with it the second time until like hour three yeah and at the, at the end, it was even fun because it was like, okay, what's going to happen? You right, know, but. yeah. So, I mean, it's got fun to it. It's just, it needs time. Yeah. You know, you need to be able to devote a lot of time to it. And that really turns both of us off to it because mm-hmm. we just can't do that anymore with games. Yeah. I guess, I mean, if I'm going to play a game where... I'm going to spend a lot of time with it. I just, I need it to be absolutely fun. Like, we played Imperial Assault mm-hmm. for, like, a day, <laughs> you know, a group of us. And it was awesome because it's so much fun. You're involved in it so much, and it changes so much, you know, while you're playing it. Mm-hmm. Where this was just like, okay, mm-hmm. just roll, roll, mm-hmm. roll higher, <laughs> roll higher. You know, so I think we'll have a solid score of five this nice. time off of nice. this. Nice. Very good. All right. And that's it for the review. In a world where your dungeon mastering is terrible. And the elf shoots you for 2d8 damage. Flip, flip. Wipe it up with a DM who can't do sound effects worth a crap when you can get the great quality of Battle Bards, sound effects, music, and audio. Why get this? I'm talking like a dragon. When you can get this. Goldasic, Bikil Sarif, Shockleg, Nomeno, Munfrek, Sariapskile. Pre-order now so you can get what you've been hearing and more. For just $25, you can get the Lyric, which is $25 to spend on BattleBuds Audio, the soundboard with local track support and sync mode, plus and stretch goal one bonus. That's two audio packs free. Also, you can get the Mock Epic. For only $150, you get $150 plus $18. That's a 12% bonus to spend on BattleBots audio. The soundboard with local track support and sync mode. The mixer to create custom audio scenes with ease. BattleBards Cloud Upgrade. 18 months, 10 gigabyte storage to store on your own audio. Prototype soundboard app. Standalone app to organize and mix your own audio. And stretch goals 1 through 5. That's 10 audio packs for free. Go to BattleBards.com to get your pre-order in, or we're going to find you.
games. Alright, now we're up to the weird games. Okay, so, I will be honest with everybody, I wasn't prepared for weird games, because life has been busy. So, I found a nice website called weirdgames.com. <laughs> it has a bunch of different things here, where... Make sure it's still recording. Okay, good. <laughs> I turned this off because as soon as we play the game, I don't want anybody hearing what the games are. But um, this weirdgames.com, they have some interesting games, okay? First one that I thought was called Sticky Licky is called S Sticky Linky. Sticky Linky is... Yeah, I don't care about that. Never mind. <laughs> the next one. Fuck that game. Just Flash games. Mm-hmm. Probably what it is. Okay, here's yeah. one called Gun Mania, talking about violence in games. And, or Gun Mayhem. Oh, Gun Mayhem. Yeah. What did I say? Gun Mania. Gun Mania, nice. <laughs> gun Mayhem. In this weird gun shooting game, you're a little goblin out to try to destroy your enemies in awesome action-packed levels. Each level has different terrains and weapons as you try to eliminate your weird opponent. Okay, let's see how this works. Your weird opponent. Yep. Okay, campaign. See what happens. Oh, no, I don't care about the tutorial. Let's go to the second one. Add a co-op partner. I don't want a co-op partner. I just want to go. All right, so it's a little blobby blue guy with a gun. Let's see what we're doing. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, I see. I'm just fighting a guy. Wow, this is stupid. <laughs> Not weird at all. How, am I shoot? how do I shoot the guy? I don't know how to shoot him. Okay, I just keep falling. It's like, It looks like... Uh, <laughs> well, I found a weird game while you're doing that. Did you? I'm yeah. just jumping around. This looks like, uh, uh, what's that Nintendo game? It looks like, uh, what's that Nintendo game that's really huge right now where you just fight with a bunch of different Nintendo guys? Oh, the uh, Super Smash Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like Super Smash Brothers, but with really bad... Oh, I'm a tiny guy. How do I shoot? Yep, I'm not sure about weird game. It's just kind it's of... It's really fucking stupid is what it is. That's <laughs> yeah, stupid game. <laughs> All right. Fuck this game. Well, right. well, you were doing that. Yes. I looked in my app store on my phone, and I found a game called Pimple Popper. Oh, gross. <laughs> so many zits. So little time. <laughs> Did you know there are four types of pimples in our game? Now you do. Oh, my God. Yep, so you just... Uh, you play different little mini games, it looks like. Memory and some shooter types of games and pop zits on these people's faces. Gross. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it's got, it actually has 3.3 stars, but all of the reviews that are at the top here are just like, this game is awful. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, I love it. I mean, it looks awful. Obviously. So, yeah. It's pimples in the face. Yep, pimple poppers. Nice. Check that one yeah, out. Yeah, go on your Android phone and just really be not proud of yourself yep. that you downloaded that. Alright, the last one I got is Llama in Your Face! Uh, doesn't get too much weirder than games that have to do with llamas, does it? In this game, you control the llama while bouncing up and down on your trampoline. Use llama spit to win the game! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can't believe I'm playing this right now. Alright, let's see what happens. Testing. Okay, that's fine. The llama licking uh, something. I don't know. It's weird. Just play it. I'm in Modest City. You are the bouncing llama. Zoo visitors don't respect your privacy. Defeat them by spending on them. This is you bouncing up and down on a cool trampoline. Use the mouse to aim. Click to spit. 
here's one of those intrusive zoo visitors. This is your target. All right, let's let's spit at some motherfuckers. I don't care about advanced tactics. Tactics, get out of here. Oh, here we go. Whee. Oh yeah, I'm spitting on some dudes. Oh, grandma just got spit in the face. Oh, and this guy said, "Oh my face." This is so dumb. This isn't even weird. Why? Why? I don't know. You found non-weird games, apparently. I know. I just found stupid games. Oh, here we go. Here's an old lady. Oh, my goodness. This llama wool would be great. Oh, here's a dog who's going to drop. Oh, it's power up. It's a dog in a weird helicopter. What the fuck is this game? Man, I try not to... I try not to be shitty about people's creativeness but this is so fucking stupid <laughs> oh my god and you just get a power up of more spit that you can spit on a bunch of people all right well yeah, there you go you found un unweird games un weird games another stupid weird game all right what's another that? weird game let's go we're going for four people this is a, another app game it is called Toilet Time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes, and you have all these little mini-games. I'm watching the video for it. One of the things is that you have to time your cough right for the poop when it drops. Oh, my when God. When you're in a public bathroom. <laughs> you have to aim the pee. <laughs> Stay in the toilet. Nice. Um, Throw Cheerios in the toilet. That's how you do it. Yeah, you have to unroll the toilet paper and try not to unroll it all. Otherwise, you run out and then you're on your own now. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep. That yeah, it's an just weird. That's awesome. That's definitely weird. Yeah, and I'm sure that weird. some of you sickos will want this now. So, yeah. Toilet time, people. Yep. Play it. Be embarrassed. Actually, do it while you're on the toilet because it would be so that's meta. What they re- that's what they rec- recommend on oh, this Jesus is that you Christ. do it while you're Do it while pooping. you're on the toilet. Nice. Yeah. And then you drop it in the toilet and then you're ashamed because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's weird games, people. All right. That's it for our episode on violence and gaming. If you want to keep the keep the conversation going, just follow us on Facebook or at MFGCast on Twitter. Um, we're just posting a bunch of different things. Uh, we've got a awesome bet going on with the GNU podcast for Extra Life where we're trying to play a bunch of different games and get a bunch of different... Uh, win games and stuff like that in different ways and uh whoever the loser is they have six things that they're that they challenge us on we have six things that we challenge them on and then whoever does uh one of those things crosses it off and then the other podcast donates two dollars and we're gonna see if we can make some more money for extra life and again if you want to help us out donate fundraise on our mfg and you helpathon 3000 extra life um and you'll be entered in to win some awesome games and t-shirts and stuff like that. Other than that, we will talk to you soon. See you later. Bye.